Welcome, welcome everyone to The Enthusiast Life. I am your host, Mark Turcotte. I'm so glad each and every one of you have decided to make me a part of your day. Well, my friends, it is Wednesday, July 14th, 2021. And today on the podcast, of course, it is Loki Wednesday. That's right, we are breaking down the season finale of Loki. We're talking about episode six for all time. Always, so if you're not familiar with these podcasts here, this is literally a spoiler cast. If you've not seen the episode yet, don't listen yet. Go watch the episode and come on back. And, uh, you know, we're going to break it all down here. So, a little bit of housekeeping here before we get going. Don't forget, you can always follow me on Twitter at Mark Turk, M A R K T U R C. And of course, you can always email the show at theenthuslife at gmail.com and let me know your thoughts. I really want to know what you think of the season finale. Uh, I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of people um, discussing this, obviously, here over the next couple of days, and I'm not sure how everybody's going to feel about it. Um, personally, you know, I literally just watched it here, so I'm kind of digesting it now, but I'm coming around to it. At first, I was a little bit hesitant, um, but now the more I think about it, the more I, I'm, I'm kind of contemplating this. I think things are really going to get interesting, um, and uh, let's jump into it here, obviously. Um, you know, of course, He Who Remains is, of course... Jonathan Majors, the actor, and we we had learned that he had been cast as Kang the Conqueror for uh, Ant Man, um, Ant Man Three, uh, Quantum Mania, and of course now we see him here. Now they never use the name Kang in this episode here. However, he does say he's gone by many ta- many names throughout time. One of them being Conqueror, he does say, um, and of course we get that kind of glimpse of him at the end uh, when Loki goes back to the TVA as a statue, kind of wearing the classic Kang outfit that we know from the comics. Uh, so I think we can confirm that he is Kang, although, again, they never officially mention it. And when you actually look up He Who Remains uh, in just kind of Googling it, I, I just kind of threw it in there thinking, like, maybe this is a different character. Um, he's had a couple appearances in some, uh, you know, multiversal-type stuff, um, but it didn't necessarily say it was Kang on the wiki. So, But it, it's Kang, right? I mean, that, that's clearly where they're going. Um, for this. Now, I think it's interesting, a great way to introduce him uh, to audiences who maybe don't know kind of who Kang is by kind of walking us through the reason he was doing what he was doing. And that's what I love about these Marvel villains. Like every villain they introduce, you almost can't help but see their point of view. And in this case, I mean, he even almost gets to the point where he's even convincing Loki. Loki almost, you know, tells Sylvie like, hey, look, I want what you want, but I believe him. Myself being a liar this guy ain't lying. And, you know, you can almost see, all right, well, here's a character who, you know, finds that there's all these different multiverses kind of layered on top of his own. And he starts communicating with himself in these other multiverses and everything is great. You know, hey, nice shoes, nice outfit, all that stuff. But then he realizes that because there's infinite versions of himself, sometimes they're not going to come out right. Right, they're not going to come out for for wanting to do the right thing and maybe wanting to essentially conquer everything, right, and be kind of the villain and 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 want to control everything, take the throne like Loki himself has always wanted to do. So he decides, all right, well, here's what I'm going to do in my timeline. I'm a good guy. I'm looking out for the the will of people and wanting things to be right, wanting things to be good. And this timeline seems legit. I'm going to create an agency that's going to go and basically clean up all that mess and ensure that there will never be a a villainous, evil version of myself that wants to do that. And of course, there's this big multiversal war that kind of leads to all that. But in the end, he's the victor. He creates that timeline, creates the TVA, and creates peace. At least peace in his eyes. Now, the cost of doing that is essentially what Loki and... 
Sylvia, essentially, you know, their whole reason is that you basically take away free will at that point because he knows everything that's going to happen. He knows what's going to happen next. And um, by knowing that, you can't let anything ever diverge from that. And of course, that's kind of the nefarious evil side, quote unquote, of the TVA is that, you know, you have someone like Sylvie, who's just a young girl who never did anything, but they pull her out of her life and don't let her choose what she wants to do in her own life. And that's essentially the bad part of it all, right? Um, but you can understand his reasoning, his logic, and how it gets to that point. You can't help but sympathize with that. And of course, Loki himself essentially does that, which leads to just an awesome fight between him and Sylvie. And I love um, the one comment, you know, where they're kind of fighting and, and they kind of stop for a minute. And he says, you know, you can't trust and I can't be trusted. And that's ultimately like the thing that's going to, you know, kind of basically split them or what what is splitting them um, kind of in their their relationship, I guess, and, and why maybe they can never get along. Right. Even though, you know, in the end, we want them to be together. We get a great kiss scene, which was just like, oh, man, of course, you know, we got to we got to have that moment in the season. Um, you know, uh, he who remains offers them the option with through Miss Minutes, which was, which is crazy, right? That, I mean, of course he created her, but just to see her kind of in that moment was kind of interesting. Um, you know, offers them, Hey, I'm going to give you everything you ever wanted. She says to Loki, you know, you, you're going to get the infinity gauntlet. You're going to kill Thanos. You're going to win in New York, beat the Avengers and be able to sit on that throne. And by your side can be Sylvie who has lived a lifetime of all the memories, all these happy memories, all these things. And you can do it together. We'll figure out a way for you to be able to do that. She can't trust it's going to happen. Loki, of course, can't be trusted because, you know, who knows? And so it's like, there's no way they can really exist in that way. I hope in the end of all this, we can get that happy ending. I have a feeling we're not going to. Um, I still don't think it's it's going to be possible, but um, I thought that was interesting. You know, they both kind of had to ponder that and think about, you know, is that something that we can do, um, you know, through this? I thought uh, it was interesting for... Uh, you know, Renslayer for, for Ravana, um, you know, Mobius comes back, confronts her. He's ready to essentially prune her, telling her the truth. She still believes in the lie. And, and, you know, from her perspective, even when the truth is kind of put in front of you, she's someone who says like, I, you know, she can't believe that it was for nothing. You know, she even says like, cause, cause Mobius basically says like, we, you know, there is a guy behind all this. Like he created it. And she said, well, I can't, help but believe that he did it for a reason there's a reason why he would do something like that and i'm still gonna stick with it because what else does she have right however we do learn mobius you know goes back well he didn't go he doesn't go back he sends a 120 was that her number i forget what her number was 115 um sends her back essentially with the tva in 2018 to see ren slayer's office she must have just been a teacher and kind of prove that she had a life beforehand um, and, and literally, I mean, that's the only way it seems like these people will learn the truth is to kind of have it, uh, kind of confronted to them. Um, I thought that was kind of cool, you know, kind of to have that arc for her to learn that she had a past. Now, where did she go? She goes through and she says, you know, she's going to, what, what was the line that she used that she's going to go and, um, expose the truth or, or find, I forget what she said, but like, you know, she's off on a mission now to kind of basically find what's going on. So we're going to see her again at some point. I, you know, who knows where she's going to show up. That's the interesting piece of all of this is these people can show up kind of anywhere. I mean, I have a feeling that they're always going to have a purpose and, and a reason. I think we're going to kind of maybe know to expect some of that, but I think that would be cool if we just kind of randomly have 
some of these TVA agents just kind of pop up randomly, you know, in some of these future movies that we're going to be getting here. Um, you know, obviously with Sylvie sending Loki back and essentially stabbing um, he who remains. I'm going to keep calling him that. I'm not going to call him Kang right now because they're not using that um, in the MCU yet. Um, but essentially taking him out and he says, I'll see you soon. And suddenly, I mean, we see the multiverse just start branching. We flash back to the TVA. We see all those branches happening. Um, so many things now kind of set to happen. Actually, in that moment, I thought we were just going to get the ending when Loki kind of sits down and closes his eyes, almost with like tears welling in his eyes. Really reminded me of the end of Infinity War. Obviously not as impactful because you literally had people dusting away. You had the Spider-Man moment, all of that. But it was kind of on that level where it was like just a sad ending, right? It was like that Empire Strikes Back ending where you're just like, walking away on such a downer and even still it is um but they continued it on to even show us a little bit more so this branching has immediate effects now we we can say technically maybe loki didn't go to the tva that we know um it could have been maybe another you know multiverse version of the tva it's not the same mobius all that stuff but this tva he goes to number one mobius didn't recognize him which was interesting that it has immediate effects just like quickly um but then also the Kang statue, right? Or Well, the He Who Remains statue, kind of wearing that um, was kind of interesting. So in this TVA, there is no, or have never been, timekeepers, I guess. It was just He Who Remains kind of leading it all. So then what is that going to mean? You know, I mean, that's essentially, this is essentially kicked off what I think is going to be another multiversal war leading, of course, to Doctor Strange, the multiverse of madness. That could be essentially where that is. And the interesting thing, Matt Clark, uh, who you guys know from the Patron podcast, um, one of the patrons of the pod, of the show, mentioned in the Discord here while we were kind of going back and forth before I uh, started recording, that he thinks, and, and this totally makes sense, that Wanda at the end of WandaVision, when she is kind of meditating in that post credit scene, and she hears her kids calling out for her, maybe that's it. Maybe that's the moment it all happened, that she hears them. They're still alive. It's a multi-version, multiverse version of them. Um, and of course, that's what's going to lead her and her motivation to find them, you know, to kind of pull them in. Um, so I think that's where things are getting, getting set to kick off. Now, of course, the big thing, there was no end credit scene. So if you didn't want, you know, if you kind of skimmed through like I did, I was like, what? And missed what was the big reveal in the credits Loki will return in season two. So there is a season two of Loki coming. Tom Hiddleston, of course, coming back. Very excited for that. Very exciting news to learn that here in this episode. Um, you know, it really had me wondering, like, well, where does that, when is that going to come out? I guess is my biggest question. Like, do we get that next Christmas, next fall? Because you, you think we have to have all these other movies released, so it would have to be at the earliest, late 2022, fall 2022, you know, even... Um, uh, holidays, if not early 2023. Um, maybe that's where we kind of get the remnants of what happens in this multiversal war, if that's really what's going to happen. Um, and then on top of that, you know, then what is that, what is that season? You know, it's, if it's the fallout from all of that, is it maybe that's where we get the happy ending of Loki and Sylvie? Maybe, I don't know. Um, but, uh, you know, the more I'm kind of talking out loud, I kind of stepped away from this finale a little bit, hesitant and part of that I think was actually he who remains like it, it was one of those things where it was like just the way that character was like in my head how I thought Kang the Conqueror would be you know you think of him much more as a uh, um, 
I don't know, in my head, it was just like very villainous, you know, very um, cold. And then instead you get Jonathan Majors, you know, playing this is very like nonchalant, very just kind of lackadaisical type character. And it would like really threw me off. But the more I think about it now and, and kind of talking out loud about it, I think it was for the better, right? I mean, that's that's what this series has been kind of all along. And, and I love that it has kept us kind of guessing, even though in this case, I think we kind of knew who was behind it to some extent. Um, but the way it's presented, I thought, was was kind of neat and really threw us off. I mean, I love when they're on the elevator and he even flat out said he's like, what, a little bit disappointed? He was kind of speaking, I think, for the audience at that point. And that's what in the beginning of the show here where I said, like, I think there's going to be a lot of chatter online and some people who may be disappointed. Um, but I think in the end, the more you think about it and kind of digest what they're doing here, put your faith in, in Kevin Feige and the team. Like, they know what they're doing. And um, I think presenting us he who remains first as, as kind of the, our first introduction to this character of, of what is ultimately going to be King, I think was the right way to do it. You know, this character who's much more just like, hey, I'm just kind of here, you know, trying to help you, you know. And at one point he even says, like, we're all villains. You know, we're all the villains here. So let's all just work together, right? Um, he's very just open like that, you know, where imagine what it's going to be like when we do get that other version of him, you know, the, the, the multiverse version that isn't so nice. That isn't so, um, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. What's the, what's the, what's the word passionate about, you know, saving other people essentially. Cause that's what he's doing. What, if, what, what happens when we do get that one, who is the conqueror? That's where we're going to see the real, um, you know, Kang. And I think that's going to be epic when we get that. And I think, Jonathan Majors is going to be a great person to play that play that part, um, which is great. So that's going to do it, guys. That is it for me here for this finale of uh, Season 1 of Loki. Because, of course, yes, we are going to get Season 2 at some point. And that's the end of Loki Wednesdays, for now, at least. Uh, of course, Bad Batch is still rolling on Friday, so we'll keep doing that. But your regularly, regularly scheduled Wednesday podcast of just a regular enthusiast life is going to come back to normal next week so it's gonna be a little bit weird not having to uh, get up and watch an uh you know 45 minute long episode of a tv show before recording on wednesdays but um which is a little bit disappointing man definitely sad uh it is going to go away of course i love just getting up and, and kind of spending time here uh with a great mcu show but uh let me know your thoughts on this finale i really want to know kind of what you thought of it how are you feeling with he who remains being presented to us you know as kind of our first introduction to kang um where are you at with that? Let's uh, let's, let's discuss it. So uh, hit me on Twitter, at Marturk, M-A-R-K-T-U-R-C. Of course, you can always email the show, theenthuselife at gmail.com. Well, guys, that's going to do it for me today. Have a great rest of your day. And until tomorrow, we'll catch you next time.